In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we believe that you are really, truly present here, body, blood, heart, and soul, and divinity. Lord Jesus, we hope in you. We trust in you. We hope and trust in your goodness, in your mercy, in your providence, in your good plans for each and every one of us here. We trust in your good plans for the church, for our state, for the world. Jesus, we still believe that you are on the throne, that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we love you, Jesus. We love you because you are good. You are holy. You are worthy. You are the King of mercy. The Prince of peace. And we love you. We pray for a fresh outpouring of your peace and your joy and your love here tonight. We pray that we would all be filled with the Holy Spirit and be given more courage, more boldness. So as to become all that you have created us to be and all that you have called us to be for this time, for this prophetic time that we are living in. This time of salvation history that you have appointed for us. Jesus, help us to say yes to all that you are asking us to be and all that you are asking us to do. Mother Mary, our Lady of Refuge, we entrust ourselves to you tonight. And we crown you the queen of our time here together as we pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want to read from Mark's Gospel tonight, chapter 4. Jesus calms a storm on the sea. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them, just as he was in the boat. And other boats were with him. And a great storm of wind arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care if we perish? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you no faith? And they were filled with awe and said to one another, Who then is this that even wind and sea obey him? 
the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I just heard Father John Ricardo preach on this gospel, and so I thought it would be appropriate to read it and to pray with it tonight on this election night. Because, as Father Ricardo said, I don't put my confidence or my trust in any political party or any bishops even, or the Pope. He said, no offense to anybody. But I put my confidence in Jesus Christ. So that's what I invite all of us to do here tonight. To put your confidence in Jesus. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. The Prince of peace. The Lord of life and history. It's easier said than done. I get that. So it's a grace. We have to ask for that grace tonight. Jesus, help us to put our confidence in you as we reflect on your word. Let your word penetrate our hearts so that your truth and your goodness and your beauty and your power and your glory can permeate our entire being and can penetrate the depths of our souls and our hearts and our minds so that they can be renewed and purified so that we become more and more like you. Renew our minds, heal our hearts, strengthen our wills here tonight, Jesus, as we spend time in your real presence. Jesus, as we have drawn near to you here, we ask you to draw near to us, to embrace us here tonight, to bring you in, to bring us into your embrace that you share with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Bring us into your embrace. Bring us into that intimacy with the Father in the Spirit. So try to use your imagination. Some of you I know have been on the Sea of Galilee. I've been on it at least four times. But if you can't imagine the Sea of Galilee, maybe just Union Lake would suffice. (laughs) Or Orchard Lake. Just picture yourself in a nice big boat, big wooden boat. And all of a sudden, this great storm comes out of nowhere, which is pretty typical at the Sea of Galilee. Great storm comes out of nowhere, and the, and the waves just start crashing up against the boat. Maybe some of you have been at sea in a storm. It's a violent storm. And the apostles, some of whom were fishermen, even they were scared to death. So you know it must have been pretty bad, because undoubtedly they had weathered a storm or two at sea. But even they were scared to death. So this was a rocking storm. And Jesus is asleep. Just, just stop and think about that for a second. Use your imagination. Just imagine the violent storm. 
so loud you, you can barely hear yourself think. You certainly can't communicate with somebody on the other side of the boat. It's so loud and violent. Water is already filling your boat. You're hanging on for dear life. And Jesus is asleep. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. How is it, Lord, that you could be sleeping at a time like that? Lord, whatever that took, please give us some of that here tonight. Give us that confidence in the Father. That's ultimately what allowed him to sleep, was his confidence in the Father, his Abba, his Daddy. He could say, like no other kid on the playground, my daddy's bigger than your daddy. He knew it. He knew it in the depths of his being, his divine being, that his father was in control. The father was in control. And he had nothing to be afraid of, nothing to fear. So I think you can see where we're going with this. I think it's safe to say that we find ourselves in a storm. Society itself is in a storm. You personally could be going through a storm. Your family or a friend or family member that you know and love could be in a storm. wants to assure you that he is there with you in the storm. He's in the boat with you, so to speak. In other words, he's walking with you. He's accompanying you through whatever storm you might be in right now. And he's not going anywhere. And he's not afraid. He's not worried. He wants to assure you, I got this. I got this. We've prayed a lot for a certain result here in Michigan, especially for this proposal three, that it would be defeated. We'll see. But even if it's not, even if it passes, doesn't mean that the world is coming to an end. He's still in control. Now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't fight for certain things and we shouldn't pray as we've done for certain things. But he invites us to be detached in a sense from the results And all he asks us to do is to keep believing and to keep hoping and to keep loving. And that we can do. We can always pray and we can always love. Padre Pio 
has his famous advice. Pray, hope, and don't worry. Pray, hope, and don't worry. I would add love to that. Pray, hope, love, and don't worry. (laughs) Gotta love, right? I'm sure he meant that to be understood. But we can always pray and we can always love. Prayer is a kind of love. And that's what we're called to do anyway. No matter what's happening around us. We're called to pray and to love. So I don't want anybody to give in to discouragement or despair or hopelessness. Sometimes God allows more and more darkness so that the light stands out even more. And I think it's safe to say that all of us are called to be light in the darkness. Jesus wants you to let your light shine. He's given you a share in his light, his divine light. He's anointed you with the Holy Spirit. And he wants that divine light and that divine life to grow in you. And he makes that happen as we spend more time with him. He makes that happen. And so thank God that you're all here tonight before the Lord. Because we all do get the waves crashing in on us. And that does take its toll. Even Jesus had to take time away from his apostles to be alone with his father. And the apostles were intrigued by that. Teach us how to pray. What, what's going on there between you and the Father? We want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. What are you doing? What are you saying? What's he saying? What's he doing? Well, there's an intimacy there. There's a real sharing between Jesus and his Father. And so Jesus invites us into that intimacy. He's the model, you might say, of intimacy with God, with his Father. Mother Mary helps us with that. She helps us to enter into intimacy with Jesus and the Father through the Spirit. She pondered all of the things that God revealed to her in her heart. And God has undoubtedly revealed things to you. Tonight we're praying for more revelation. We've heard his word. He's undoubtedly speaking to your hearts. And as, as we approach him later in the Eucharist and keep praising him and worshiping him, I have no doubt that he will continue to reveal his heart to you and his, his providence and his glory. Lord, we ask for that tonight. We pray for new revelation. We pray for more of your love to be poured into our hearts, more faith and more hope, so that we can be fearless, Jesus, just like you. 
We pray for your angels, Jesus, to be here, your holy angels, to minister to us, to help us see what is unseen with eyes of faith. Jesus, sharpen the eyes of our hearts, sanctify our imaginations tonight so that we can see the unseen, so that we can be filled with your grace and mercy. Remember that there are plenty of angels here tonight and saints who worship before the Lord here. We see two candlesticks here, but you might as well just imagine two, two angels, two big, beautiful angels here standing with flaming torches. Flaming torches, adoring the Lord, honoring the Lord, paying their respects here bowing their heads, kneeling before the King of kings and the Lord of lords, crying out, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord. We all have have our guardian angels. We have other angels who assist us, and we just call on more holy angels here tonight, Lord. We call on your holy angels to, to fill this state and to fill our country, to fight this battle with us. Because it is a battle not against flesh and blood, but against Satan and his minions, powers and principalities of hell. But Jesus, we know that you are victorious, and we know that we are going to see a victory. Mary promised it. Her immaculate heart will triumph. And Lord, even the grave cannot keep us from you. Death no longer has a sting. And so, Lord, fill us with a supernatural spirit here tonight. I think I should just finish here by leading us through a few activations. We'll we'll pray out loud together, just invoking the Spirit, making acts of faith and hope and love. So just repeat after me. Jesus, I believe that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus, I believe that you are the Lord of life and history. Jesus, I hope in you. Jesus, I trust in your mercy. Jesus, I trust in your good plan for me. Jesus, I believe that I can always hope and I can always pray and I can always love. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I adore you. Jesus, I worship you. Jesus, I offer you my life. my work, 
all that I am, all that I do, all my hopes, all my dreams and desires, I offer them to you. My heart and my soul and my body, I consecrate it to you through the Immaculate Heart of Mary for the glory of God the Father. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill our hearts anew with your light and love, with your joy and peace, with your fortitude and your wisdom. Come, Holy Spirit. We need you. We want you. We love you. We welcome you here in this place. I welcome you into my heart. Let the fire fall. And let there be light. Amen.